This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. And then the last one is from Tasha's as well called Order of Scribes. This is a new one, but basically um, you can make a tiny quill in your hand. Um, it doesn't require ink. Um, it helps you copy spells faster and you can erase anything you've already written uh, with it by using the back feathery part. It's just, you're like an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> Not making this up. Um, and you have an awakened spell book. Oh my gosh. Um, so you can Wait, is that make like an awakened shrub or an awakened tree. Mm -hmm. It's a sentient living it's a spell book, book that was made from the trunk of an awakened tree. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, so uh, yeah, it has sentient. So you can use it as your spell casting focus for your wizard spells. Put me down. Put me down. Hold on. I gotta cast a spell. Um, when you cast a spell, uh, a wizard spell. Uh, with a spell slot, you can temporarily replace its damage with a type uh, that appears in another spell that's in your book. So you can just like change out damage types. Um, and when you cast a wizard spell as a ritual, you can use the spell's normal casting time rather than adding 10 minutes to it because uh, a bookie, your magical spell book is helping you, I guess, uh, but only once um, per day. And then manifest mind, you can conjure forth the mind of your book as a bonus action while it's on your person, um, it manifests as a tiny spectral object. Oh, my shoulder angel. Um, and it's intangible, doesn't occupy space, spreads dim light in a 10 foot radius. And it can see Knowledge and hear. will light your way. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely. It has dark vision, it can see and hear, and it can telepathically share with you what it sees and hears. Um, and you can cast spells through it like it's a familiar. I really want this to be a couple's character or just like friends, like where one of them's a big D&D &D person and that's like the guy. And then like the partner is like not really into it, but they're coming along because, you know, their significant other loves it so much and they can just play the book and just like- Oh my God. <laughs> that's what this is. It would be so fun. That is rad. I need to look more at this. Uh, at 10th level, you can make uh, scrolls really easily. And then at 14th level, it says one with the word. Your connection to the Awakened Spellbook becomes so profound, your soul has become entwined with it. While it's on your person, you have advantage on all Arcana checks. Um, and if you take damage, you can prevent all that damage with a reaction. Um, and then roll 3d6. The spell book temporarily loses spells of your choice that have a combined spell level equal to that roll or higher. Whoa. So the spell book becomes the giving tree, basically. That's insane. I gotta look at this more. That's buck wild. That I feel is like I so want a mechanic than... in there where like if you take damage above a certain amount though, like your spell your spell book takes damage especially if your souls are entwined like it loses pages or it starts to rip or the binding becomes frail mm -hmm. well yeah kind of that's what it does um basically in, until you finish 1d6 long rests you're incapable of casting the lost spells even if you find them on a scroll or in another spell book 
so, your book is just angry at you, and so it makes them seem like gibberish. <laughs> no, it's just that it's it's injured and needs time to heal. I don't think it's punitive. I think it's just the consequences of letting well, your so spellbook take like, the hit. Even if you find it on a scroll or something, I feel like your your book is just like grumpy that it doesn't feel well and doesn't want you mingling with yeah. other books in the meantime because ah. it's hurt. Be like, no. You can't. No. I did this for you. You can't just yeah. go off and, and fraternize with other scrolls. <laughs> I like that too, but the way I read it is like <laughs> it's more because your souls are entwined. The book doesn't know, so you don't know because you're no, yeah. you're entwined, right? So it's it's a shared memories some total thing. Way. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's a, that's a wild class. I had not looked at that one before today. I need to look at that some more. But there's all the subclasses for your wizards. But um bum. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of them to choose from. We obviously, you said that two of probably the first choices for your subclasses are going to be evocation as well as you said divination, right? Was your favorite? Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I think both of us are wanting to play Order of the Scribe wizard, Wizards mm -hmm. now after knowing a little bit of this. Um, what advice or thoughts do you have for people who have maybe never played a wizard, maybe are just like strictly martial characters that are a little intimidated by the spell sheets and all of that stuff that are wanting to dabble in wizards, or people that are new to D&D in general that are kind of figuring out what this class is all about? What are some of maybe the pitfalls that you see often or confusion? Um, or things that you might be able to share words of wisdom about. Yeah, my recommendation typically is that wizard and a lot of the spellcasting classes uh, as well aren't necessarily great for beginning players, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it just because there's a lot of options. There's a lot of mechanics that all of a sudden come into play. But if you have someone like your DM or another player who's used to this mechan these mechanics, just come alongside you and help you awesome go for it um don't just because the it's the deep end of the swimming pool doesn't mean you don't know how to swim it's going to mm -hmm. be okay but just spend a little bit more time uh on level ups really thinking about what you want to do and also really just know what your spells do understand how they work you don't have to know everything just know what those six spells do for sure and become the master of them. So basically treat your wizard spell uh, character sheet the same way that your wizard character would their spell book and memorize it, know it, make it uh, inherent and intrinsic to your knowledge. And it'll go a lot better. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it can just be difficult because there's just a lot to know early on, but it's not impossible. Right. Um, I think too, kind of playing off of that, that suggestion, um, actually making like uh, study cards, the three by five cards mm -hmm. with what your spells are, what they do, or they do sell like pre-made ones that they are specific do. for wizards that you could get that are just the wizard spells. Um, having those I think would be really helpful because then you're not going to feel overwhelmed as you're trying to flip through all of the pages in the PHB, uh, trying to find yes. that spell to understand what the range is on it in the casting time and all of these little details. It's right forefront in front of you and you could also just hand it to the DM at that point really easily and say, hey, this is what it does if you're not quite sure what that means. And so yeah. setting yourself up for success with knowing this is a complicated class, but giving yourself the tools that you need before you even start to make sure you're successful at the table when you're ready to play. Absolutely. If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. 
You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice. So make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.